0: As if he's in the underground.
1: You let politics ruin, or rather control, your whole life, man, you're gonna be a miserable person. Straight up. And unfortunately, that's where we're at. A lot of people are consumed by this. And it's driving them crazy. And they hate their neighbors.
2: Sad. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to The Underground for episode 107. I am joined once again by Joseph...
3: Wild West, pimp style.
2: ...Nations, and I'm your other host, David... Sexual Tyrannosaurus. ...Lacey, and this is the show where every week we remind
0: you... Politics ruins everything.
2: Joseph, how are you doing?
4: Man, I'm doing good. I'm thinking about applying for a new job uh, with the IRS... Uh, oh, just yeah. so I can, you know, not have to worry about getting my concealed weapons permit, <laughs> uh, you know, I can just carry and, you know, use deadly force if I need to on humans and dogs. Which, you know, even though the IRS deleted their post, just so people know, that's still a thing. Like they can use deadly force against you.
2: Yeah, I love that. That there were some posts that I saw where someone was like, the IRS is hiring. Uh, the qualifications are like, you need to count and you can kill dogs or something like that. It's, <laughs> it's pretty good. You uh,
4: need to count and you can kill dogs. Yeah, I'm going to include it in our show notes. I'm adding it. I'm adding it right now so that people can just go on and check for yourself and just directly on their website where it allows you to use deadly force hmm so why do
2: they need to be able it's, to use deadly force it's so interesting too because i i saw someone trying to argue it's probably on tiktok or something you know bastion of intelligence uh they were trying to argue that this was a good thing because it was creating new jobs and the guy had stitched it and and he was basically like you do understand he's like that government jobs make nothing like they they do not produce anything Profit. yeah anything which makes money it's like everything that they do and all of the money is taken from other places or printed. Yes. Um. Th- yeah. They're not a profitable business. Like that's the government creating new jobs in the government sector is not like it should, honestly. I don't. I'm, I'm sure they count this, uh, which is why that number is so high. But I imagine that uh, if you took away like government jobs and were like, oh jobs. Uh, created or whatever, uh, obviously it'd be like a lot lower. Yeah, uh, I oh yeah. Days.
4: I mean, the government does not add in any profit or anything to us. All they do is take, no. right? It, and be, so
2: it would literally be like if your your local church uh, de- decided that it was going to hire, uh, you know, they have like a hundred people, so they're like, we're going to hire a hundred more people. It's like, look at all these jobs that we're creating. It's like, but then you're like, but that money comes from the tithe. Like, yeah,
4: <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> and, you know, it's just I, I speaking in the church. I think that IRS agents and just federal agents in general now are becoming the new tax collectors of the Bible. If,
2: oh, if, they uh, are. If Jesus,
4: it's... you know, if he didn't if he didn't arrive 2000 years ago, if he arrived now. Right. One of the disciples would be. An irs agent or a federal agent yeah, probably <laughs> you know what i mean
2: probably but uh and they'd be like jesus but we have to shoot the dogs <laughs> we have to torture the beagles it's for the good of the <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> oh man but you know what doesn't torture anyone is is our podcast and well we utilize a- <laughs> 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 that may not be entirely true but if you're a federal agent and you feel so inclined if our FBI agent is listening or or our new IRS agent or NSA agent, feel free to go to our show notes and click our direct.me link. We utilize a value for value system here, which means, it, you know what? We're providing this, what would you call it, David, product to you. Yeah. Right? Informing you're putting in this work. And whatever value you think our work our work is worth, you can donate to us in the form of your time, talent, and treasure. Just go to our PayPal link donation, and, and that's the main thing that we're trying to push now. Whatever you can do would be great and set up a reoccurring a month payment. We're only asking if you can give something a dollar a month, but if you can give more, obviously we'll take more. Reoccurring payment, and then if you're like, you know what, I just I don't have a dollar to spare. I don't have anything to spare. That's okay, too. You can share our podcasts, our YouTube videos, our clips on social media you know, by word of mouth, you can download our podcast episodes and just, you know, follow us and subscribe, subscribe to us on YouTube, comment, engage with us, Odyssey, Rumble, Rumble now as well. And which we need to add that to our direct.me link, I think, too. Okay. Uh, And let's see what else. Oh, yeah. We're on Twitter and Instagram, too. Mm-hmm. So you can follow us on there. Be sure to shout out us. And if you're good at any editing or artwork or just whatever skill and talent you have and you are like, you know what? I want to be able to offer that to you guys. Just let us know in any way that, you know, we can credit you and shout you out as well. We'll do it. So we'll definitely love to have some artwork on our podcast episodes or, you know, anything else, too. So
2: Absolutely. Uh, well, before we get started, I, I have a couple um, <laughs> ISOs for you. Yes. Um, I'm probably going to use these more in videos than anything, but I thought they were pretty good because uh, I've been trying to, you know, eh, get a little bit more of that, that stuff in there. They're fun, uh, and I think people like them in the videos, so uh, this is the first one. Oh, no. Anyway, last week. <laughs> um, And then this one. This is This is a pretty good one.
1: No, what the heck? I'll laugh anyway.
2: (laughs) That was good. And um, this one.
0: Wakanda forever. Paid for by Kamala Harris.
4: (laughs) That's good. Wakanda means I could just hear Kamala trying
2: to say. Dude, I, I'm still, I think they were trying to make like a funny ad and it is so, it's so cringy. Yeah. Cause she's talk I think she's talking about, um, like poverty or something like that in the video. I didn't watch the whole thing. And it's really funny because if you want, if you go, YouTube has this thing where when you're scanning through, at least it does on desktop, uh, where you're scanning through, you can see where the most wa- watched part of the video is. And that specific section right at the end is so much bigger than the rest of it. It's so like most people aren't even watching the video except for that, like, five seconds, six seconds. Yeah. So I just I thought that was pretty good. That's really funny. Anyway, let's go ahead and get into the show. Uh, Joseph, we are to Talk already. about some Christian gaslighting. Yes.
4: Remember, gaslighting is not real, people. You're just crazy. Get it? Because that's gaslighting. <laughs> I'll see myself out. Uh, anyway, so... Uh, in our first little, uh, this tweet here from Zach Lambert. Let me pull him up. I know you got it right there, but yeah. he's a pastor from good old Boston. Atlanta. I thought it was Atlanta, Georgia. Am I wrong? Maybe thinking of someone else. Why am I not able to find? Oh yeah. Cause I did it with a K instead of no, an
2: H. I know I might be wrong. I thought I saw, oh no, born and Yeah, yeah
4: in no, I- no, born and raised in Austin. Yeah. And now he's a pastor in Atlanta. No, Austin. Austin. He's still in yeah, Austin. Yeah, Texas. Why did I think <laughs> Atlanta? Oh, I'm the idiot here. Anyway, so, you know, go he's a pastor, passionate about equality, holistic justice, full inclusion, and the way of Jesus. I thought it was important to read his bio because, so like, you know, you know, people are intentional about what they put in their bio, yeah. right? And some people more or less, right? Some people are just joking in their bio and things like that. It's not the end of the world, I'd allow him to explain himself and things like that. I just, I thought the context of that was important with what we're about to talk about.
2: What is holistic justice? It's, uh. Is that like, is that supposed to be like. Purple prose, David. Maybe you're right. Yeah. Full inclusion. So here, it's really funny because it's like.
4: it's an inclusion like, supposed so he's a to be pastor. Isn't justice supposed to be holistic? Yeah. I guess it's more so— The Bible is also
2: inclusive for the people who accept Jesus.
4: Yep. And, you know, I think, you know, part of this is—well, for him, would probably go down to—I don't want to put words in his mouth, but going off his bio and some of the things I've seen from him. Again, I don't don't know him, all that good stuff, but he probably—probably more of that mindset of equality of outcomes— Versus opportunity.
2: Potentially, yeah.
4: You know, and that's kind of, when I see that, what my mind tends to go to, I don't immediately assume that, you know, that's exactly what the person means. But when someone, you know, passionate about equality, okay. aren't we well, all passionate about equality? But what do you mean when you say holistic justice isn't justice already? You know, the Bible maybe, already calls you yeah. not to be partial in your justice.
2: Yeah, maybe he's spe- he's speaking specifically of like um like God's justice. But that, that's just because he says holistic Because like a, a holistic justice, is like a natural inclusion. it's like a natural thing. So, you know, when people yeah. talk about like holistic medicine, mm-hmm. they're usually talking about more, which is really funny considering some of the stuff I, and I'm totally um, guessing here. Um, some of the stuff he probably believes in about the poke and some other things like that. Yeah. I, I, it's interesting. That it's like holistic, like natural justice. Yeah, so it's, it's like, you know, the
4: definition of it is it's a philosophical you know holism is a philosophical philosophical good not not go. talk, there you go. philosophical <laughs> position that systems should be analyzed as wholes not just as collections of parts so you know it's the whole being the whole thing so he's for you know whole he, justice i yeah. guess within <laughs> systems and
3: <laughs>
2: it's just yeah. sounding more like purple prose i i I'd, <laughs> I'd be curious to know what he actually thought i don't know if he if there's like clips out there um of him talking about it. But yeah, I, I would be legitimately curious because that doesn't really mean any like, ho- like, well, that let me mean give you context. Yeah.
4: His pin tweet is the vast majority of people walking away from Christianity in America are not rejecting the person and work of Jesus. They are rejecting faulty biblical interpretations that lead to bigotry, oppression, and marginalization. How does he, know this that? rejection <laughs> is, isn't unchristian. It's, it is like
2: This I'm sorry, did he say this rejection?
4: yeah, isn't unchristian it is christ like uh,
2: okay i uh, th- that's th- we can talk about that another time i I don't uh, context would be important in that, yeah, and proof. Of of that being the case that people are, are leaving because of I guess inequality? I don't know, yeah. man. So here's the thing. You know, I've I've talked about the church that I go to on here a few times. And Yeah, what of, is it? Lakewood church? No, Biltmore. <laughs> um, <laughs> God. Um and you know, I have differences in of opinion of the way that they run certain things. Right. It's mostly I mean it, it just not in like super deep detail, but it's like a lot of the way that they do their like on their quote unquote like online campus, uh I, I just I find a little odd. Um and anyway, so there there's there's some other things too, but that ch- the church is big, it's growing, it's relatively diverse for the Asheville area. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a we have an entire campus for Spanish speakers. Mm-hmm. And so, yes, it's a bit of a bubble, potentially, but when I see a lot of these people who are saying these things where they're like, well, people are leaving the church for because of these, like, essentially social justice connections, I'm just like, man, you got to give me some examples.
4: Yeah, you like, can't just – you're saying these things generically. What – do you have to back that up? Exactly. And what, not only, you know, facts to back that up, but specifically – you know, giving examples as and, you mentioned, and and reasoning out your position, yeah, which is hard. I mean, listen, social media just isn't really congruent to being able to do that because most people either don't want to write a fifty, you know, tweet thread. I don't want to read a fifty tweet thread. You know what I mean? I will from time to time, but I just you know, that's why watching videos help. You know, actually, this past Sunday, I actually listened to a uh, and- a sermon from Bill Johnson from Bethel on suffering because he just lost his wife, and I was surprisingly it wasn't bad.
2: It's <laughs> awesome. So yeah, but anyway, I would also pro. I was. I just decided to pull up the tweet. I I, I would also. Man, he's got like four thousand likes on that thing. Um, this is the vast majority of people walking away from Christianity in America are not rejecting the person and work of Jesus. And I would just disagree with that. Yeah, I just don't think that that's ever not the case.
4: Yeah, I I agree with
2: you. Every time we see, especially with especially with a lot of the deconstruction stuff that that's been going on, um, what ends up happening is people are essentially they're rejecting they're rejecting Christ. Yeah. It's like what it comes down to. They're like, I like a lot of what he said. And th- this is what usually happens. Um, you, you, What you get is what uh, it's like, it basically becomes like nominal Christianity, right? I, I think mm-hmm. that's the right term where people are like, well, I like Jesus and I like some of his teachings, but I don't really want to follow all of that.
4: Yeah. So I'll this just cherry picking.
2: Yeah. I'll do some of it because it kind of makes me a good person. And, you know, maybe I kind of still, you land somewhere between like, I kind of still believe in Jesus or. He was probably a person. He had some good teachings. I'll kind. Of, I'll continue to follow that because uh, I see the um, benefits of living a moral life, mm-hmm. and that's going to be about it. And most of them don't go to church anymore. Um, they're not they don't really fellowship
4: around community.
2: Yeah, they're not. They're not really involved. Uh, in general, and I, and, and that's the thing is like I'd be curious too with like with Mister Lambert, Pastor Lambert, uh, uh, how he feels about churches shutting down during COVID for some of them. Year and a half longer. Yeah. Um, I think I think
4: you hit nail on the head of people, you know, going back to their feelings over God's word, because there's just a a lot of things have been probably been going on in everyone's lives. Mm -hmm. Right. And so trying to you know, I think I don't like the term deconstruction when a lot of people use it. I understand what they mean when other people use it. I think you're right on in the fact that, you know, it's used as a way to you know they're rejecting Jesus, whereas yeah. I think when other people use it, it's more of re- remodeling your home, right? Okay, exactly. I'm going to tear this room out and I'm going to redo it and <laughs> remodel- everything, make it better and remodel it and everything. But I'm not like leaving Christ.
2: Yeah, remodeling right? not- just sounds a little more goofy. I think.
4: <laughs> yeah, it's just yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a better term I can think of than deconstruction because that seems to be the buzzword. It, it is now. Yeah,
2: and it, it whether the meaning makes sense or not, that's just the word that gets used. You know, yeah, it's the, and the common jargon
4: I think a lot of people have different you know their definitions when they're using it are different so I think really what people probably should more often be using is just maturing and growing in certain areas hey I thought this used sure. to be true but now I'm growing in this way and I think that you hit the nail on the head and, and that most people who are walking away from Christianity in America well, generally speaking if they're walking away from Christianity you know they're walking away from jesus
2: yeah what if i put it this way deconstruction is useless without reconstruction yeah so yes there may be certain things that you once thought were correct or the right way to go about things i mean you could i could say that about myself over the COVID stuff Mm -hmm. realize a lot of realization that like a a lot of churches will just no will no matter what um will just fall straight in line with what the government's telling them to do yeah and some of them thankfully i think after the situation they've learned from that i hope yeah. man do i hope that that's the I, case I, I
4: think you know i agree with you i think too it's at least within the reform community those who are fall underneath that yeah. there seems to be they seem to re- reform people which i am reformed um see you know are really good on their orthodoxy the then as the case probably you could say this about any denomination, but I, with our context, the orthopraxy just seems to be off, and just you know we've talked about you know uh, mega churches and even small churches too, but mega churches and the format of church and and how things are run in, in certain ways and and things like that. But our focus, the reason why I brought up Zach Lambert was he sent out a tweet, a couple of tweets actually, and he said Christianity should sound a lot less like how can I protect my rights and a lot more like how can I protect my neighbor. It's really sad that suggesting Christians sacrificially love our neighbors is controversial. This isn't a binary or a dichotomy. That's why I said more and less. Your Christian preferences no longer being privileged. Dog whistle. Doesn't mean you're losing rights. (laughs)
2: yeah and again is this the like so generally when people tweet stuff like this there's something else attached what a lot what i've noticed from a lot of people in the christian sphere is when they tweet stuff like this they have something in mind but they're not going to reply directly to that yes um and so i'd be curious what he means I, I some more context would be great, and I'm sure if I scroll down enough, maybe he's replied to people. Um,
4: it's just just it's a really weird statement to me because it's gaslighting number one. You know, first off, yeah, protecting your rights is also protecting your neighbor, and it's right. interesting because you know Christianity, Dude, this- Christ, the liberty and the freedom that we have affirms universal human rights. That's where we get our we get our rights from God. Yeah,
2: and I guess so. We're... It
4: doesn't di- it doesn't distinguish my neighbor's rights from mine. Yeah. So if I'm protecting my rights, thereby extension, I'm protecting my neighbor's rights, right? right. Because Jesus said, "Love your neighbor as yourself." Right. It's yeah, not. And it's it's, it's just this false dichotomy he's making.
2: Yeah. I. It. Mm. This confuses me, to be honest. And again, because there's just not enough context. Yep. Uh, What do you mean? Christians should sound a lot less like, how can I protect my rights? And a lot more like, how can I protect my neighbor? It's really sad that suggesting Christians should sacrificially love our neighbors, which is not what you said... In your first tweet. Yes, because... And what do you mean by protect? Yep. Do you mean physically protect? Emotionally protect? Like, what are we spiritually protect yeah, because the the whole idea i
4: when you say I christianity think, who are you referring to what yeah. do you mean
2: like well with the the whole like neighbor thing right comes from uh the good samaritan mm-hmm. and the entire point of that is that the samaritan was loving someone who hated him mm-hmm. um he took care of Oh wait hang on i'm right about that right
4: yeah well, so the Pharisees and then the Sadducees passed all, over the,
2: the, uh, the man the that man was laying who was, in, He was a Jew who got yeah, beat up. Yeah. Okay. Up.
4: Sorry. And then the <laughs> good Samaritan comes by and takes care of him. Right. A Samaritan, you know, being outcasted from the Jewish society and then completely covers all his costs and all right. that stuff.
2: So the thing that's really odd about a lot of this is that if, if for instance, right, let's just say that he's 100% true about this idea that. Um, that people are le what was it? What did he say? People are leaving the the church because of like inequality.
4: He said uh, there are vast majority of people walking away from Christianity in America are not rejecting the person and work of Jesus. They're rejecting faulty biblical interpretations that lead to bigotry, oppression, and marginalization.
2: They're leaving the church over bigotry oppression and marginalization okay well
4: biblical interpretations that then lead to bigotry oppression and marginalization
2: okay this rejection isn't unchristian it is christ-like okay uh i again i I, his consistency in some of this is i again this is why i have to sit down and actually talk to this person because i don't i'm i'm confused Confused about his, like, sort of where he's at. And this does feel very purple prosy to me, which is something a lot of pastors like to do. I don't mm-hmm. even know if they realize it sometimes, but it's like, hey, guys, like, l- just talk like a normal person. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't know why you guys always have to kind of like get this flowery language in there. Feel, you know what I mean? Like, sound like you're. Yeah.
4: It. It's just, it's, it's a weird statement to make because it, it confiscates a Christian's duty. To others with their Christian's duty as a citizen of state.
2: Right. Well, and the, and it again, is
4: true that the, we ought to look out for others more than ourselves. But then, as citizens, at the same time, we got to stand for our rights and make sure that our government respects everyone's rights. Sure.
2: And and the thing is, is that well, loving loving your neighbor, right? The whole idea of it is that your neighbor hates you, so it, it, they are the people that are essentially oppressing. That was that's kind of the point of that because the samaritans and the jews did not get along they they saw the they they didn't they you know they obviously wouldn't even for one of their own kind who was like beaten up and dirty mm-hmm. wouldn't touch him because it was unclean to do um and then this man who they also considered unclean or is lesser came comes along uh, and he takes care of this person right and the samaritan is lifted up as the individual that's like greater than the rest in this the most Christ like if you will Right. And so it's it's odd that they are always making this suggestion as if the people who have the most uh control mm-hmm. are the ones that need to be like protecting and taking care of their neighbors when in reality it, the story was always the reversed. That's what I've been yeah. trying to get at. Sorry, it's taking me a minute. But let's go point the mate. It's just it's it's very weird. It's like, oh, we should be sacrificially loving our neighbors. It's like, okay, yeah, I agree with that. Um, but again, the problem with a lot of this stuff comes from the place where whatever is going on in, uh, Zach Lambert's mind, mm-hmm. I may not agree with like what he, he ultimately believes is the correct way to do something. I may be like, I don't know, man. Right. Um, I just don't know.
4: It, it is interesting when you think about the good Samaritan story though, because if you apply it to the Jews, the context of, oh, wow. A Samaritan, someone we hate helping out a Jew, right? And taking right. care of them, even though our own people passed over, you know, our brother or sister, right? But then, from the context of the Samaritans, and Jesus implying, hey, you should also help the Jews too. Uh, yeah. And Love and your neighbor, right? As yourself. Yeah.
2: And then he says, your Christian preference is no longer being privileged, don't mean you're losing rights. But it doesn't really have to... It's not Christian preferences, is it? Like, we're not even talking about that.
4: Not really. Unless unless he's referring to rights as preferences. Again, because he says, you know, know, it should sound a lot less like how can I protect my rights and more like how can I protect my neighbor. mm -hmm. Your Christian preferences no longer being privileged doesn't mean you're losing rights. (laughs) What is he saying... Just because a Republican isn't in office, or just because there are certain laws that don't reflect your beliefs?
2: Oh, was he talking about you're, masks?
4: You're, I'm just I'm confused on what he means. All right.
2: Well, anyway, we've been talking about this for a while. We got to yeah. we got to keep going. Um, yeah. If anybody out there has, you know, it the, it's in the show notes. You can click on it, read through it. If anybody happens to find anything, um, you let us know. I would be really curious to know exactly.
4: Um, what he's meaning
2: what he's getting at
4: speaking of getting at i like this next oh geez. article
2: oh. you got here i'm gonna follow this guy yeah, referring yeah, yeah. to republicans <laughs> uh yeah texas republic this is from the texan it says texas republicans petition to remove 23 libertarians from the november ballot
4: Hey, Ron Um, Paul 2012.
2: (laughs) Uh, It says, Texas Republicans have filed a petition to knock 23 Libertarian candidates off the November ballot uh, for not paying their filing fees. Um, On August 8th, Uh, 23 Texas Republicans filed a petition with the Supreme Court of Texas to remove the Libertarian Party of Texas uh, competitors from the November general election ballot. Some high-profile Republicans on the petition include Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick, um, Pat Fallon, uh, uh, Dan Patrick's the only one on that list that I know, uh, and Troy Niels, And candidate for U.S. House uh, District 15, Monica De La Cruz. Um, the four face opposition from libertarians, Shanna Steele, John Simmons, Ross, and anyway, uh, in addition to filing an application for nomination by convention, the petition reads Texas law requires a candidate for public office to either pay a filing fee or submit a signature petition in lieu of a filing fee. Um, anyway, I, I just kind of found this, this interesting, uh, that they're, they're going after uh the libertarian party and and it's always really funny because uh, people will argue all the time That's like oh libertarians and republicans are the same thing and i'm like no and people will be like well the libertarians don't need to exist because they're taking away republican votes and it's like if people liked what those republicans had to say they would vote for those republicans yep it's,
4: it's funny because they did a similar thing in tennessee to robbie starbuck who is a was a Republican candidate or is a Republican candidate. They try to get him removed. Uh, I've said they've done this to Ron Paul and the the shadiness of the Republican National Convict Convention in 2012 and how they went against you know went against the people. There's there's a lot of shady things that they do. Wow. You know that are exactly similar to the democrats
2: i've this is also one of the reasons why and i know that like campaign funds like exist but if we're talking for like this is why it's sort of like a um a privileged club and why i like to talk about the political class a lot Mm -hmm. because there's a lot of money that has to go into elections like an absurd amount of money um and not everybody can do these kind of things and pay this these kind of like fees to get into this kind of stuff and it's funny because i think a lot of it is very like anti libertarian and probably to a degree like anti-liberty it's like if you want to run you should just be able to run yep like i don't i i've never understood that it's, oh you have to you have to file this fee like basically you have to pay the state money in order to run and circumventing
4: it's, the constitution yeah.
2: and i i get to a degree, it's like I, I, this is one of the, the problems or criticisms I probably have of like a, a lot of libertarian candidates or people in in the party is that, and this is something that um, Michael Malice has talked about a lot is like, and he usually goes from the angle of like, if 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 it's something that exists within the state, it's like go ahead and use it because it exists. It doesn't yeah. go. It doesn't necessarily go against your um your your specific beliefs, right? Like I think right. I think that um. Taxes should be eliminated or whatever it's like but if tax cuts exist if all these things exist and the government's there it's like I'm going to find every potential impossible way I can uh, to change that and I also kind of think it should happen in the reverse it's like dear libertarian candidates unfortunately this is the way things run right now if you want it to change get into office so that you can change it
4: yep. Gotta get in to do something. Yeah,
2: if you want to roll back the state, unfortunately, one of the only ways you're going to be able to do that is getting into it and doing it from within. Yeah. Um, we've seen that. I mean, hey, look, we've seen that with a lot of the crazies that are in public schools right now. Oh
4: yeah. Um, so and, yeah. and those local elections matter. You know, you just gotta. Yeah. As you just uh, said, go. Go with
2: it. Yep, but it's dirty politicking from Republicans mm-hmm. at the oh, end yeah, of the day. yeah, uh, They know exactly what they're doing. This isn't to follow the rules. They know, and I'm sure it, it's gotten onto the radar of uh, the Republican and the Democrat Party about stuff going on with the Mises Caucus, mm-hmm. and that there's been an entire shift in that, and that their little plants in these parties that have kept the Libertarian Party from being a potential competitor, a bigger competitor than they have been in the past, are gone. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it is still going to be really interesting to see what happens but yeah they got to get their act together like you honestly I just don't I, I think it's stupid that you have to pay fees uh, in, in order, order to, to be on the around. ballot yeah, yeah I think that's it's it's dumb. really dumb uh, but also at the same time it's it exists a class for the elite. like yeah don't if don't let that be the thing that takes that they take you like your legs out from underneath you for yeah.
4: where the true privilege lies
2: Mm-hmm. it's true uh, it's why they continue you know it's like i can't uh, man you have to have major backing to get into some of these these bigger mm-hmm. political That's positions a,
4: a lot major backing because of money yeah in order to run but speaking of major backing you this next yeah i don't know if you have a clip for this but no, you know agenda may be on to something
2: I do. I have a clip. Um, so as we sort of mentioned last week, and I uh, did not say Maralago when we law lo- when we closed out. I, I think I said um. What did I say? I can't even remember. But at the end of one of the episodes, like, I like oh, I think well, you t-.
4: said Trump twenty twenty four.
2: Yeah, exactly. Um, I but I mentioned some like island or or some something that wasn't Maralago, even though that's what I meant. But I was pretty tired. Um, anyway, so we had mentioned, um, that Mar-a-Lago had been raided by the FBI last week. Um, this was happening, I think, as we were doing the show, which seems to happen to us quite a bit, where it's like, this crazy news is coming out, and it's like, oh, we're literally in the middle of recording. Um, so a lot of that happened, and everybody has had their, um, thoughts about the situation, and I, I wanted to shout out No Agenda, uh, specifically for this clip that's from their show. It's about three minutes, um it's a, a new story about the incident and then it's their, their take on what was, what's really going on. Uh, and I, I think it's kind of brilliant. Um, and then we can talk about it just a little bit more because I think there's, there's some, uh, some stuff that has to kind of be explained about why this is probably what's, what's going on. Um, or why, if this is the case of what's going on, it's, it's actually brilliant by, uh, whoever is running the Trump campaign. So, Mm.
0: All right, let's get into it. I want to see if you uh, had the same takeaway that I did uh, of the news of the week that shattered the world. Everybody's talking about it.
3: Banana Republic! This morning, new details after the FBI executed a search warrant at former President Trump's home at his Mar-a-Lago resort yesterday morning. In a statement, Trump confirmed the search saying, quote, they even broke into my safe. But overnight, ABC News could not confirm that allegation. Sources say the search was related to 15 boxes of documents Trump took to Mar-a-Lago from the White House. According to the National Archives, some of the boxes were marked as classified. In his statement, Trump called the search, quote, prosecutorial misconduct and a weaponization of the justice system. But while on the campaign trail in 2016, Trump promised to enforce all laws concerning the protection of classified information.
0: In my administration, I'm going to enforce all laws concerning the
1: protection
0: of classified (laughs) information.
3: No one will be above the law. Yeah. Last night, the former president was seen leaving Trump Tower in New York, giving a thumbs up to reporters. Calling in to a rally for Sarah Palin last night, Trump alluded to the events at Mar-a-Lago. Another day in paradise. This was a strange day. Trump's allies overnight slamming the FBI.
2: All of a sudden, I no notice. They sent, you know, 20 cars and, and 30 agents. Sean, I mean, this this is just more political persecution Of Donald J. Trump.
3: House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy saying, quote, the Department of Justice has reached an intolerable state of weaponized politicization. Attorney General Garland, preserve your documents and clear your calendar. While many Republicans are criticizing the search, FBI Director Christopher Wray is himself a Republican nominated by Trump.
0: (laughs) All right, I'll just call this right off the bat. This was the opening move for Trump 2024, and it was extremely successful. Well, I'll take it one step further. Okay. I agree with that, but I think the whole thing was set up. Yeah, well, thank by you. By Trump. Yes. Notice the one thing that, I mean, this is how brilliant this was. So this has been an ongoing, this, well, let me just lay it out real quick. This has been an ongoing investigation that, you know, the feds have been to Mar-a-Lago. There's no safe. It's a room where they put a lock on, which the feds were there when the lock was put on. This has been an ongoing thing about these documents. The lock was put on for the feds. Yeah, the feds asked asked for that to be put on. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. So when Trump releases the statement, which you just heard, we didn't see any of this. In our mind's eye, we saw... Roger Stone, we saw cops storming, we saw drawn AR-15s, we saw, you know, a raid, it's under siege, my beautiful home, it, it was set up, they were ready for it, the campaign video was ready to go, and everybody bought into it. It was beautiful. Uh, I, I've been thinking about that
2: uh, since I, I heard it. I think, mm-hmm. he, I think he really might be right. <laughs>
4: Yeah, I think he's to something, right? Someone, I really do. I think that I think Adam and John both are right, especially you know. I think I was listening to Nancy Pelosi speak about it. Yeah, and she was kind of questioning it as well regarding you know Trump was so quick to come out, use very harsh language. Yep, and he had a campaign video ready. Uh huh. Like, uh-huh. All the and the narrative went out super fast. Trump, one of the again, never underestimate your opponent, right? Right. And that Trump, Trump likes to, you know, if you can get out first with a narrative, you can pretty much keep it. And he got out first with it.
2: And it would seem that some someone tipped them off. Yep. Um, and I can't remember who they said it was in the the White House that has to sign off on things like this. It's not Kushner, is it? No, what am I thinking uh, of. Anyway, the um, uh, Garland. You talking about? G- maybe it was Garland, the Attorney yeah. General. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he has to sign off on stuff like this.
4: Yeah,
2: uh, the FBI can't just do this, right? Especially right. for something that's involving a former president. I, I imagine that's the case. Uh, and the dude just stepped in it. Yeah, the FBI stepped right in it. Good. um yeah and it's it's one of Not those things I trust trump but right exactly it's just one of those things that's like trump has his agenda mm-hmm. um for why um he's pissed at the fbi in particular um and uh it just worked because i think us included uh, a lot of people have really woken up uh, I mean, this is something we've known about a little bit longer, I think, It's, but it's the popular thing now, and and we've seen it with a lot of the Republicans after this, which I found is really funny, where, I mean, like, Stephen Crowder was coming out saying, like, oh, uh, I won't vote for anyone that wants to continue funding the FBI, and I was like, whoa. Mm-hmm. I just was like, whoa. I, I, I don't know how serious he is about it, but to hear something like that come out of, like, his mouth and some of these other pretty hardcore, like, conservative Republicans... It's that are pretty crazy. Dude. Yeah. That have always kind of been like very into the justice system and thinking that mm-hmm. the FBI was working for them and uh, you know, that entire narrative and all of a sudden seeing them all being like on the same page as like the libertarians and the ANCAPs. Yeah. That's it, what I was like, going to say.
4: Have the ANCAPs and libertarians and, and also the black community been saying this for a while. I mean, you, when you look yeah. to the foundation of all of these alphabet agencies you know, with the FBI. It's it's always been politically motivated. Yeah, they've never... It's, it's never been about justice. Well, and
2: it's just like we were talking about last week where um, when we played that clip from uh, Ted Cruz and he was like, around the time of the Obama administration, and it's the FBI started going downhill and it's like, no, dude. From its inception, it has been corrupt. Yep. It has always been uh, like the police for the political... You could say for the political class and the people who have the power... Uh, and they've always been used for those sort of things, and they've always had to um, uh, re- like reaffirm their necessity, uh, which is where the six week cycle comes from. It's this mm-hmm. idea that around every six weeks, that something goes on where the FBI has to like step in on some sort of um, big incident. It's, mm-hmm. And it's just like, why is this so consistent? Like, what what's going on here? And so a lot of people believe that they're the ones doing them doing this themselves. I mean, the whole January sixth thing, um, they think that the, that one guy who was out there uh, trying to get people to go into the um, into the building uh, was an FBI agent. And when uh, I can't, it wasn't the director of the FBI. It wasn't that guy from last week. It, I, I think it was some lady. She got asked about that situation and just kept, you know, dodging the question. Yeah, it's like what is, does this guy work for you? Like, who is he? Like, what's going on here? And it's just like, oh, I I can't answer that. I can't answer that. I think we might have played it on the show a while back. Um. Anyway, I yeah, I think it's 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 fascinating. And it and man, if we'll kind of have to try to remember this and like mark this uh-huh. to see if this makes a difference, not only in the midterms coming up, but in if there's some of this. Uh, that gets brought back up when Trump yeah. starts running. Uh, it's gonna be really interesting just to kind of well, see it all. And I've got, bro, I've got friends who are like texting me that I mean, you might call this like I don't know, like it's not really red pilling. I, 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 that term has obviously kind of lost its meaning. Yellow black pilling. Yellow black pilling. But all these people that are like, bro, like all I, like they're they're seeing it now. Um, yeah. Just a lot of this stuff, and I'm like yep that's what like, we've been yeah. saying i'm like yeah man I'm i've glad been to telling you, you. Here.
4: this is one of the things
2: you know we're
4: gonna this is gonna be our last topic for this episode uh we won't we're not gonna be able to get to this COVID stuff um i'm oh. imagining uh yeah just we can because, do it next week yeah which will be which will be fine. that way we stick on on track but this is the, one of the problems i have that i see within the libertarian and community right which is a a, a large gap i'm including ANCAPs caps in that yeah is that you know when something like this happens instead of trying to cast that net like what my was talking about last week right you're messaging and being on point with it and, and bringing in the republicans like yeah guys this is what we've been talking about let's have a discussion i'm glad mm-hmm. you're here now yeah. you weren't here last week but i'm glad you're finally here at least with this or if it happens to be the democrats next week right yeah it's being able to instead of uh degrading them or annoying them or anything like that or just you know i need to be smarter than you you know actually welcome them in and, and talking about it and being like i'm glad your eyes are finally open because this has been going on for a long time this is what we've been trying to convince you of now what can we do going forward exactly exactly you know yeah it's and like I, I wanted to say to go ahead i'm sorry
2: oh i was just gonna say so because i i've got friends on like bo- both ends of the, the uh the spectrum me too um some of them are uh, more acquaintances than friends but like i see mm-hmm. them enough that uh, it's interesting to kind of hear their perspective on some things mm-hmm. um a lot of them haven't seen this bug narrative which i think is really interesting oh it, yeah that's more something that you're seeing from people sort of in conservative circles they're starting to pick up on that a little bit more um but i had mentioned Cricket it to flour. yeah i had mentioned it to some some of the people that i know that are liberals i was just like yeah man you, you haven't seen this stuff where they've been pushing for bugs and this is the way you do it too you talk about npr right because that's been yeah. a big one i and i mentioned that whole thing about the toothbrushing where they were trying to you know um and i mentioned the cicadas thing cuz that's actually i think how it got brought up okay and i was like yeah it's like kind of a push now they want people to start eating bugs and all of them were like no way i am not eating bugs <laughs> <laughs> nope so we'll see we'll see in the future if that if that holds up um, but yeah and then I've got I've got friends who are more on the Republican side that it's just like they cannot they 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 will still pull the um, well some of them might be good yep and it's like dude it, or some a, of
4: them or or even saying some of them are good right, right? it's just that it, it always cracks me up to seeing them with the thin blue line and then the Gatson flag yeah
2: I saw a guy I saw a guy on there trying to explain why that wasn't uh a, a contradiction. He yeah. was on TikTok I think and everyone was like, nah, dude. <laughs> it's a contradiction." It's like, "Dude, you can't have you can't have both. Like they're not It's like th- they're the ones that will come and take them. Like you need I to think understand it's the,
4: that." Yeah, and ex- it is it's exactly that. I think it's the understanding that hey, police have a difficult job, right? And I think people sure. come from there because they want to be sympathetic and empathetic to what you know, police are going through. Through, I've had and have people in my family who are officers, and so, but at the same time, you know, they're there to enforce what the state wants. Right.
2: They regardless follow, of what that means for you. Right. They follow the laws. Yep. That is that's their goal. And when it comes to um, it, trying to it, roll back a lot of the state, um, sometimes sometimes the police stand in the way. Yep, it's it's kind of the same thing. It's like because you could you could bring this into the Christian perspective it, it too, right? It's like if let, uh, hypothetically, right, something goes on where you know Christianity also becomes sort of a um, uh, a problem for the uh, the U.S. government mm-hmm. you know, for one reason or another. Like you have a, a massive uprising of people who finally understand that their taxes are going to murdering people <laughs> like maybe yeah. that happens right and so they're all like hey on this massive scale we're doing this it's like who do you think's coming for you yep who, who do you, who gonna do you think
4: they're gonna you? use yeah. whether if it's local or state police mm-hmm. or federal right yeah um and and, and you, so i was gonna you say
2: know, sorry let me say this one last thing okay. and what people need to understand is like some of the people who potentially are good people Um, Who who are working in let's let's just keep it like locally with the police stations Mm because I guarantee you with like the feds that you're not going to see the same the same thing for whatever reason when you get up into those higher like regimes things tend to change and they don't they don't see things the same you probably have a lot of them quit. If they were just like, oh well, I will we need your arrest. Oh, my bad, dude. <laughs> no, 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 you're good, dude.
4: No, I was saying that as a, we were both on the same page. I wasn't criticizing. Yeah, you. Yeah, no,
2: go ahead, go ahead, you can
4: fill it. No, in. No, 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 I was gonna say is just essentially that when you look at it, whether if it's at the local, state, or federal level, right? When things are going bad and things are getting hard and stuff like that and getting more and more difficult, what do you think all these good cops, right, just keeping it on the local level, are going to do? Sure. They're probably going to leave, right? right? And so. You know, it's also I already know it, when anyone's asked about, hey, you should be a cop or anything like it's. No, it just it doesn't pay well enough with everything that you have to deal with, everything you have to worry about, and everything that comes with it. Yeah. Because of the the amount of education and training that goes into being an officer, and I think this idea of just you know most most incidents boil down to cops are there to as a state agent you know to enforce the laws right and what was about to say what was the other thing i can't remember well, but the other thing i was like, going
2: to mention was like what happens after all of the uh quote unquote good cops, good cops leave, leave yep you get left with all of the people who don't give a crap and they're going to come for you like yeah eh,
4: we saw that in australia didn't we We yeah, played exactly. last year a clip <laughs> of you know this cop saying too this is all i know how to do
2: yeah and we're talking high to, to a degree hypothetically or whatever yeah. but man it, it it's just one of those things that it's like um I don't I don't generally go as like well I'll go a little hardcore on the po- the local police stuff than uh-huh. I actually will on like military um yeah. I most most of the time I end up feeling really bad for uh, military members like there was I, I I'm sure you heard this there was one on no agenda the lady was like going to be a ranger um she had gotten into the program um you know she yep. and she had worked her way in there she against her conscience and because of pressure decided to take uh, the two jabs and she says it's like ruined her life and mm-hmm. I like legi- it, it, it's a two it's a dichotomy I guess for me because on the one hand I'm, I I do legitimately feel bad for her it's like I understand the idea of like training super hard for something or working really hard for something and then you get it completely swept out from underneath you mm-hmm. on the other hand because it's something is, out of your control yeah well yeah and it, it, it goes even more within the military. It's like because you sign your life away,
4: yeah. And you should have known what you're doing when you signed that contract, people, right? Yes. Does not make it
2: right, right what the government's doing? Right.
4: But at the same time, there's an accountability accountability that comes on yourself. That, and again, you know,
2: it's 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 why as, ancap libertarians as Christians, all of that kind of f- flows for the most part pretty well together. Um, I would I. And, and this is something that, and I haven't really gotten into, into any like major conversations with anybody about this. Um, I think most of the time it's because people get it. Um, it's not it, like no libertarian. There, I, I don't. I've never met a libertarian that's like, well, we need to defund the military or whatever. It's like what what they want is to get the military out of foreign uh, countries. Yeah, uh, f- and all these like escalated wars, whatever the case may be, acting like a world police. Right. We we believe in the defense of the country and you need military in order to do that. Um, and and also, it should be something that takes place where the military isn't being forced into these insane um, things just because they've decided to serve. Because um, you can get your life completely ruined if you potentially um, get a bad, uh, what do they call it? I uh, bet like a bad discharge. Yeah. Um, and so... It's just this instance where it's like... And I've had I've had friends who've been in the military who didn't get a bad discharge, but because of an incident that went on, uh, there are certain industries that they can no longer work in because of something that was out of their control. Um, and so it sucks, honestly. It, the, the way that the military is currently run is terrible. And that's the direction that uh, I think that you and I have pretty much tried to come from, where it's like, it, it's not about the people who have either been lied to or believe that they're making some sort of like difference and that they're protecting the freedoms of the people, which I always kind of chuckle at because I'm like, that's not what the military does anymore. Like you don't really do that. Like home invasions don't really happen for one thing. Um, the, the, the political class is sending y'all into other countries to make money for them or to, to help like, uh, You know take out regimes that we don't like like it's it's not this sort of like American ideal anymore of what the military was supposed to be Um, and in a lot of instances I'm not even sure it was like that for most of the major conflicts throughout history Um, it seemed like the reason we would get into things was for completely other reasons
4: right sorry i didn't realize i was muted oh
2: you're good um, <laughs> i was i was, I was wondering i was like he's really letting me talk <laughs>
4: yeah. no, i was letting you talk anyways but i was responding to you <laughs> um, no i was the one thing i was going to say this is going to kind of sidetrack the conversation no, or could. move on from that conversation is uh, i do think that to add on to what no agenda was saying regarding trump about you know uh, him setting it up yeah. i think too on the the justice department's in i think this has less to do about trump himself and more to do with trump's allies like sending a message to them coming after them and and uh de- what am i trying to say dilabating his base or his allies you know join dwindling them down oh, at okay. least their funds kind of you know as much as possible yeah. i think it i, th- I think that's also on the block as well. Mm-hmm. I can see so, that. Uh, they really. I think they're coming to indict Trump, but you know, it's funny how everybody now is a constitutional expert uh-huh. and uh-huh. you know on the Espionage Act and everything like that. I think, you know, just because you've been convicted of a felony or a crime doesn't uh, doesn't prevent you from running for well. And I think uh, all of
2: I think all of the do- allegedly, and I don't know how true this is, um, mm-hmm. but allegedly all of the documents had been um, released. So uh, I've there there's potentially something that maybe that they wanted in there, um, mm-hmm. and that's why they went in The because, nuclear
4: codes, David. Right, he had the nuclear codes, and he was gonna set them off. If if, if history,
2: if history is anything to go by, this is going to. Be much better for trump's base than it is for anyone that hates him yeah um because you had the whole like you know the russia thing um you know his two his two um oh shoot sorry my brain uh his two impeachments one of which i think was still going on after he was out of office <laughs> like i i guess they're like they're legit they're trying to turn him into a martyr um yeah yeah Maybe not intentionally, and maybe Trump's campaign or whoever's helping him out knows that um, the best thing for him is to be seen as a martyr, because uh, he can potentially deal with the FBI. It's like it freaks out the people who like just absolutely hate him. Um, and I, I am curious because I know Tim Pool has mentioned this: uh, if he's really going to go hard after, <clears throat> like after the establishment, if he gets back in. So I don't know. I have no idea uh i'm i'm with you I, I really don't trust him i don't know if he like gets back in and he's kind of just doing the same stupid stuff he was doing before yeah where he just like talks his big game but it doesn't doesn't actually follow through yeah um for a number of different reasons um did you want to did you want to mention the monkey box thing Do no want, no we'll save, we'll save it? it for next week all, yeah. right, all right all right um cool well i i'm i'm good then unless there's anything else you wanted to add
4: no i'm good too
2: cool Alright guys, Well, we will be back on Thursday talking about some entertainment stuff. Uh, Thank you guys so much for listening. Um, Don't forget about the Value for Value system. We definitely could use uh, the love and the donations and of course that is all based on uh, what you guys are getting from the show. But, until next week, y'all take it easy.
0: Politics ruins everything.
2: Being patient with them, I try to.
1: But you got room temperature IQ. Expecting a lecture from these idiot guys who Mm. got opinions not worth as what's under my shoe. Y'all tripping on truth when we call it out. Cause y'all people as goofy as I'll get out. If y'all with them and not with you, I'd sit out. Cause every rapper's on the list now, mad at a bitch count. Throwing heaters like my soul's beat up. No people focus on hoaxes in the shows he booked. And I'm hoping to open doors and I got foes and such. But I know that I'll be opposing to the goal. I must start attacking. Ain't lacking my brains, lashed in. Same way that I game is the same way of the back end. All the pain that I bring up is like the bang to the Batman. I'm back cracking. Whack trends claiming they rap bands and backtrackin' Give a crap about the what's his face. Only thing you out rapping is a sandwich at Subway. And y'all just so happen to welcome beef on my lunch plate. And you are a disaster and this can only go one way. Away. And you're steady flashing guns and your music viz and I know you do it for the fun, but what you doing is abusing every rule. Of course you can use it quick, you're showing the world you don't know what you are doing, King. Why would you waste your time Well, you can be so much more? So much more. It's one thing that I want you to see. It's everybody is ignorant. It's only when you speak on what you don't know you become slow and that ignorance crosses into stupidity. Yet I'm still spending my energy debating enemies that tend to be idiots, really inept politically, that don't have the depth or with me. Oh well, it'll be co-chance in hell, so riddle me this. Listen. How am I supposed to take you serious when all of your positions are socially expedient? Thinking you a rebel, but at most you obedient. Opposing opinions make folks be belligerent. A cult and religious, so you know what's on so CNN and vote what you told by the folks that gotta send this missing. Oh, you a hypocrite and I'm in awe cause the diversity you. Have. Hate is not in thought. You get away with it cause you placed in a freaking chamber. With echoes ranging. surrounded by a bunch of brainless. Your aim is it all the same shame. Cause you ain't slick, afraid to relate other things. Cause you nameless. Tamed and weak, empathetic. You epitomize Politic ties cause you scared to be criticized. Ancient trick, you ain't say this. You afraid to unplug from the matrix. Basic. Why would you waste your time? When well, you can be so much more. So much more.